0: Welcome to Explore Radio. I'm Jeff St. Clair. It's something our health depends on, but it's often hard to get, that something is a good night's sleep. Researchers are only beginning to understand the consequences of interrupted sleep and the long-term health effects of poor sleep habits. In this week's Explore Radio, we visit a sleep clinic where doctors are developing new treatments for an age-old problem. We're in one of the Cleveland Clinic's sleep labs. It's actually a hotel room near the clinic where director Ralph Downey and his team conduct sleep studies. Looks like a big comfy bed.
1: I've actually had a sleep study here, so I can attest that it's a big comfy bed.
0: What's not so comfy is the tangle of wires and straps that Downey uses to monitor his subjects. So most of these electrodes uh, go in the head. To measure brain waves, There's also straps to measure respiration, sensors for oxygen and carbon dioxide levels, cuffs to sense leg movement. Really, you're gathering a lot of data. There's a lot. Downey's lab operates 24 hours a day, six days a week, seeing around 10,000 people a year. Down the hall from the bedroom, banks of computers gather the data from each night's batch of patients. He brings up a recent sleep study which highlights a lot of what they see. A dozen or so squiggly lines show eye movements, breathing, brain waves. Downey says this person was having a vivid dream.
1: So there's like one, two, three, four, five, six. It's like 10 rapid eye movements during this epoch of sleep and this is 30 seconds.
0: But it's not restful.
1: You can see this person every minute is stopping their breathing.
0: This is a case of sleep apnea, continuous interruptions in breathing. Another line on the chart shows its devastating consequences.
1: Their oxygen drops from 97% to 90%.
0: That triggers the person to startle awake and...
1: If you're waking up to resume your breathing every 30 seconds to every minute, you're essentially getting no continuous sleep.
0: He says this disrupted sleep cycle happens each night to around 22 million Americans with sleep apnea, And that concerns Dr. Rena Mara.
2: There's a lot of alteration to our physiology that occurs when you have obstructive sleep apnea. You have to work a lot harder to breathe when you're sleeping. It's almost as if you're undergoing a a heart stress test.
0: Mara is head of sleep research at the Cleveland Clinic. In a recent study, she found that these cycles of oxygen starvation and saturation flood the body with tissue-damaging chemical fragments.
2: And this influx of free radicals then can increase inflammation and then be another pathway that increases cardiovascular risk.
0: She says sleep apnea can lead to damaged blood vessels, high blood pressure, and ultimately a much higher risk of heart disease and stroke. Maris says there are several ways to treat sleep apnea, number one being weight loss. Others include the widely used continuous positive airway pressure, or CPAP therapy, dental devices, even surgery, and a new technology for certain types of sleep apnea.
2: That's an implanted device that has a lead that goes to the nerve that innervates the tongue.
0: An electrical pulse keeps the tongue out of the way during sleep. Mara says around 80 clinic patients have had it implanted so far with promising results. But sleep apnea is only one of around 90 sleep issues she encounters.
2: There are hypersomnia disorders.
0: That's where you sleep too much. There's
2: insomnia disorders. There's movement disorders. There's parasomnias, which are abnormal sleep-related behaviors that occur during
0: sleep. Cleveland Clinic Sleep Center Director Dr. Nancy Foldberry-Shafer studies how these and other sleep disorders are tied to deeper brain functions.
2: We see people in the clinic every day who have sleep problems but memory problems or who have sleep problems and seizures. And to what extent are these things connected?
0: Her research shows that when people with epilepsy sleep better, they have fewer seizures. Sleep problems can also signal the onset of Alzheimer's. She's pushing for acceptance in the medical community of sleep as medicine.
2: Maybe sleep therapies can be part of therapy in neurological disease, which I think is very cool.
0: Foldberry Schaefer says we're seeing an epidemic of sleep deprivation in this country, especially among young people.
2: People cut sleep short, thinking that it's something that's elective.
0: She says the benefits of sleep, or lack of it, affect every organ system in the body. But exactly how remains a mystery. I'm Jeff St. Clair with this week's Explore Radio.